You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855am. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live. Bring me shelter, I will not harm you. Bring me shelter, please. Bring me shelter, I will not harm you. I would shelter you. People would do anything for their families. It could happen to anyone anytime. Somebody in France, somebody in England basically sat down with a ruler and just drew lines on that. There are many different ethnic and religious groups that have been divided across borders and this has caused a significant amount of conflict. There are a lot of people who need safety. It is really cruel for a country like Australia to have policies that are focused only on pushing people away. What we're seeing is a number of people that remain in a state of limbo. And when non-sustainable land use combines with climate change, the crisis of refugees... I wasn't able to go and play with children. I had to go and really be an adult from a very young age. I think that's something that a lot of migrant children can relate to. Really, it was a dream for me to reunite with my family. I was just praying and hoping that that day will come one day. I think it's very important for people to understand that people have their own dreams as well and they're wanting to change the world with everybody else. Refugee Radio, 855 AM, 3CR. We want to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land who we are broadcasting from, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and respect the elders past, present and emerging and their ongoing struggle. Welcome to Refugee Radio this week on 3CR, listening on 855am or on 3cr.org.au. When we're listening to more updates around the Belarus and Polish border with the refugees, they're stranded. So we're going to be having an interview with the refugee activists telling us firstly about the current climate in the situation and the politics. The way the situation is looking um, definitely depends on the specific area, how how close it is to the border, and it's uh, constantly changing as well. But there is a 10-kilometer wide area of like um, an emergency zone uh, that is set up that is set up all along the border between Belarus and Poland, and um, part of that is a river like a natural borderline uh, that's following a river, a big river as well. And the rest is generally going through uh, forests, fields, and there's numerous towns, villages and cities that are kind of lying also directly on the border. Yeah, and in that area, uh, there's uh, a lot of limitations as to uh, what can happen. So people are generally not allowed to just come to that area. People can only really pass through it if they need to otherwise only people who live there or work there or own property there or are like forces um, military police and so on are allowed to enter 
and there's uh, numerous checkpoints on major roads that are going in and out of that area. So the police is generally stopping all of the vehicles and checking if people are allowed in and out. They do have a lot of other checkpoints that are also further out of that zone where they check cars even if they act aren't actually entering the zone but if they're just on the way through the region and um, I think that the severity of how many checkpoints there is like obviously depends on how busy the area is in terms of crossings and it also changes so from day to day that can change quite a lot where in a given village because of something that has been happening um, there is going to be a lot more cops and a lot more checkpoints and then at other times a lot less. The border itself, well, it, like it used to just be um, a pass, like a, just a, a road, I guess. Um, and not even that everywhere, to be honest. And, and kind of little indications, uh, like little posts kind of indicating where it was Belarus, where it's Poland. But there was never any kind of... Um, barrier between the two places um, not on this side as I understand on the Belarusian side that is different and I think the, rely the, the reliance uh, was always on the barrier on the Belarusian side and on the Polish side no barrier was, was put up. At the moment is a barrier already, there's barbed wire kind of circular looking like things that are stacked on top of each other and there's also been other forms of like metal barriers in some areas so there's, there's that kind of attempt to stop people from crossing by just making it difficult in that way and there has been a very quickly put together and very quickly um, passed legislation talking about using an insane, insane, insane amount of money to put up a, a wall of some kind. I mean, they don't call it a wall, they call it a barrier. It's meant to have all sorts of surveillance technology in it and yada da. It's just meant to be amazing and apparently capable of stopping people, unlike any other barrier that has ever been put up in these situations. But yeah, that would actually require... Uh, taking a lot of land and taking a lot of houses of people living along that area because yeah they've kind of passed legislation that is going to dispossess people from from their lands here on the Polish side in that border region I don't remember exactly how far 200 meters or something like this in order to start building that wall they've also extended like uh, the road that kind of uh, went alongside the border and they made that wider so that they can um, continue patrolling that and they've put together new laws around getting near it or stepping on that road yeah there's there's many places alongside the border where people who are stuck on the other side are perfectly visible. I mean, at the moment, there's a huge, huge group of people that have all moved collectively from inland of Belarus, walked through the roads. There was a lot of video footage of that. They got to, um, this was all on a major, major road. They got to a border crossing that is on a major run, road that's called Kuznica. And that, that's 
probably the biggest or perhaps just most popular actual border crossing between Belarus and Poland that has been used and so that has obviously been opened in a normal way that they generally are what would checking people arriving and the visas and so on but it has been closed because of the people who got there and have put up camp pretty much and in numerous ways have attempted to storm that border around that area this is not where i am or it's not where where i would be able to enter because of that that special zone so one yeah one would not generally gain entry into a location where one cannot prove having a legitimate reason to go there and they do deny entry to people sometimes even when that legitimate reason is there but they just just wish to do it and so media is also not allowed to be in that area it's only state media and at the moment that situation is just really shit because Lukashenko and his regime and the media that work for him um are obviously regime controlled and a propaganda machine and the same is true for Poland actually is since the current a uh, very conservative government that um is in power for the second term now um yes yeah, since they have been in power they took total control of the Polish television stations like the kind of ABC type of thing here that has become just 100% propaganda for them every every everything from the news to um what kind of movies they show is curated and censored by the government pretty recently uh, there has been a situation when one of the actresses that play like a random role in a random telenovela had posted something on the internet about how she um felt that people who are working for the border cops and the military are um acting like machines and she cannot imagine how they are able to treat people and children who are crossing the border in the ways that they are and she's lost her job because of that so people are not um yeah people even even people who are not kind of speaking on that television um but just appear on it are not allowed to have opinions that differ from the line that is portrayed and spoken of by the government and so that just includes a lot of lies about the border like they do a kind of show every night now that is about the border situation and they just boast about all of the military capacity and um keeping the border secure they talk about the numbers of crossings that they have stopped which is often definitely not what actually happened i think a lot of the times when when they talk about stopping crossings they actually mean pushbacks or you know re- responding to people who who they see have crossed or are crossing and physically um taking them back or pushing them back they say all sorts of other things there's it's just full of kind of typical anti-migrant anti-refugee and islamophobic rhetoric about terrorism and 
people being rich or people being evil it's also um a lot about how um lukashenka is evil and how this is all putin and lukashenka and their attempt at um starting a war with poland and it's kind of become like this i guess it's it's just become a reason for the government that is now in power to just play like a strong guy to kind of um position themselves as as really 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 important and powerful and you know being attacked by a arch enemy of Russia that we hate so much from way back and you know needing to defend the sovereignty of the country by not allowing any of the people who are migrating to pass through as if allowing them to pass or to um you know claim claim asylum here and stay here was somehow giving in to um Lukashenko and you tell us also a little bit more about what's going on directly at the border yeah a lot of people who have been arriving to Belarus and then moving through Belarus are just stuck in this border region so there's numerous places where they would already since a while there are those kind of bigger gatherings of people that are visible there are you know in villages like the one that I'm based in and similar around the border in this border region the villages that are very very close to the border um people have seen people walking around on the other side people who you know live nearby or plow the fields nearby have been kind of approached by people from from the other side in some situations at the beginning there have been people who have just been kind of you know in in no man's land so to say like have crossed that belarusian uh, part of the border and then were in the middle not yet um on the polish side and there has been many situations where where people kind of were stuck there for a while and eventually moved forward after kind of attention of about them um or being brought into the attention of the authorities sometimes sometimes people have just crossed and then hang out in their villages that are directly on this side just just close to the border i think this is something that has been happening more earlier on when people didn't actually have all of those experiences of pushbacks and kind of assumed that they were arriving in the european union and some people i think assumed they were actually arriving in germany already or just that their arrival in european union was enough for them to go through that process of of asylum seeking and receive help um which people have obviously learned by now is not the case so it isn't anymore so common to see people or to see groups of people as it used to be it, it still does happen where people just kind of walk out of the bush and or are in a town or going to a village sometimes just out of desperation and and needing to get somewhere or out of just kind of not not necessarily knowing where to go at the moment it's not so 
common to just randomly see people run. It's more common to see military vehicles um, moving around with people inside or like border cop vehicles. And yeah, something that, that has happened um, sometimes in the area that I'm in is that we were just able to hear the crossing. We were able to hear people, people at the border. We were able to hear people screaming. We were able to hear border cops, military and police in that area, hunting them down, I, I would say, because, yeah, that's the, typically they kind of all kind of come in with drones, often helicopters, Termovision, they come in with dogs and then they just try to catch as many people as possible who who they have seen that have crossed. Um, is they have kind of like uh, little military stations um, all along the border. So every so often there's an area where a soldier is kind of standing and um, yeah, and is positioned there at all times. They also have um, patrols of like soldiers walking, driving, on horseback, um, helicopters and so on. So they are generally pretty fast in some of these areas in terms of figuring out that a crossing has happened. Um, this is harder for them to do in the areas that are heavily forested and that's especially the um, very old um, forest uh, that is a national park um, of which one third is um, in Poland and two thirds are in Belarusia and um, there's a lot of kind of wetlands and yeah, it's a, it, it's an old growth forest and there's difficult areas there in terms of walking and moving through and also just not ones where the patrolling is as easy for them as it is here. Life around here we see a lot. Yeah, we see less people. People are mostly now moving through forests and the kind of humanitarian activist work that is being done by people from organizations and activists from other uh, cities as well as just local people who um, yeah who, who have gotten involved because they don't want to yeah they don't want to see people dying all around them yeah that work is mostly actually searching um, for people in the kind of forested areas or um, often it's like hearing about a vague location that someone is at um, through their family member who's contacting someone over the internet and so on and so forth and kind of there's those yeah there's those ways that people get in touch and ask people um, here to go and check on someone who's hiding out somewhere yeah and then people uh, organize material support groups that are involved in this are numerous i mean there's several ngos and organizations that have already been working around um, refugee support migrant support and kind of like 
the integration side of like uh, people who who have come here along the years this is often with people from Chechnya but not only as well as just some some general kind of progressive organizations um, some human rights organizations that have formed a group that's called Granita that just means border so it's like there's there, there's a lot of other I guess connections to to that general group collective so there's obviously people from the legal side people from just human rights organizations or yeah legal progressive organizations as well as um the polish red cross that has been like collecting um just material aid stuff there's been various groups of people that kind of got together to make like a huge amount of soup that they then sent to people there have been medics who got together in order to start supporting their work of locals and activists in terms of medical support and they're working more kind of outside of the system of um, just like state ambulance because those unfortunately often led to people just being pushed back regardless of um, how bad their health was sometimes because with the ambulance the um, the police is often informed at the same time the police then informs the border police and so on there's there's that in terms of other groups there's also um, there is a lot of um, media um, and yeah the main thing that happens is trying to support people materially because often you know people who are close to or in hypothermia um, because of the cold and the, the conditions here and the wet sometimes people who haven't drunk any water for days or who have drunk um, water from the forest that makes them sick people who haven't eaten people who you know have a lot of exhaustion from all of the really hectic kind of hiding and running and crossing that has been happening um yeah people do have injuries often because of those uh, barbed wires but also just because of walking through the forest people have had you know broken limbs lots of scratches eye problems sometimes people have also reported um that the injuries that they that they kind of present with have been sustained on the belarusian side at the hands of belarusian forces and that's something that there has been many reports of people just being very kind of aggressively physically pushed to actually cross at you know certain times in certain locations so people have really been stuck in the sense that when they get pushed back when they get kind of taken um back to belarus that they're not generally allowed to actually return which obviously isn't something that is viable for many people anyway but i think for those who would risk such a thing as going back to their unsafe country of origin if they decided that that is a better option than an unsafe <laughs> country that they're in they, they have found themselves in now whether that's poland or belarus which both aren't actually being safe for those people at the moment at all they're not really able to do that in most cases they're um, kind of being pushed and kept in that um, border pass region on the Belarusian side and there's very little very little like good 
and you know corroborated like material or information from there that can actually be trusted because obviously it isn't that kind of place and there's there is alternative you know there is alternative media um yeah but um it's yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty dire <laughs> i think when it comes to uh, the support or the um the groups that are involved in doing anything over on the Belarusian side you know i think sometimes people here are contacted by families of people who are still on the Belarusian side looking for help but unfortunately there's very little that can be done and i think you know there's some kind of Belarusian red cross type of thing or some organizations like this that can and sometimes are contacted but i think that very little is actually able to happen and people consistently kind of report really negative experiences over on that side and you know they they report really negative experiences here as well but i think comparatively it's just that little bit like a little bit less shit there has been you know work um done here on like the legal side of thing in terms of people's claims so that kind of has been happening more up until recently when pushbacks were legalized by the polish government prior to that you know technically they weren't they weren't allowed to do that they would have had to taken people's claims of asylum but they weren't doing it anyway um there have been reports of many 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 pushbacks when it was still actually illegal within like polish law and that was something that people have then been kind of trying to place a lot of attention on and you know try to kind of make uh some of those situations of people being found in the forest and so on quite public in order to showcase that people were seeking asylum in poland and you know they're seeking asylum in poland and they need to remain here obviously the claim needs to be assessed and so on and so then if you know if they're nowhere to be found and it's assumed that they have been pushed back it's kind of just proving that the government is doing this illegal thing but now the government just made this illegal thing that is still illegal um you know in international law just kind of legal here so they don't care and um whilst people are still obviously in some circumstances applying for asylum here like especially if um they are fun here and they have you know they're in very bad conditions they end up in hospitals they're not yeah they 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 don't have other options people still try to seek asylum here but many people are just ping-ponged between here and belarus all the time you know people people have been pushed back like several times 10 times more than 10 times and it just keeps it just keeps happening so the major kind of work that being done in terms of support is just is just trying to prevent death um you know something that yeah something that technically the polish government you know is 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 very attached to i mean they are so attached to life that they you know com- completely al- almost completely banned abortion they they're not they're not uh, they're not living up to um that huge um that huge respect that supposedly they have for human li- for human life in this situation because they are you know actively putting people in in a lot of danger you know often when they are kind of pushing people back um they're pushing 
people back who are in really 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 dire conditions without without like giving them enough care to kind of ensure their health at least on a basic level you know and 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 they do that knowing what the situation is like in Belarus and by the Polish kind of um, assessment Belarus is not a safe place to be like you know Poland has accepted people from Belarus as refugees here you know this is generally speaking mostly in situations where people have been involved in anti-regime work over there and have run away and you know end up here and seek asylum here so there's a that's obviously kind of like a political asylum claim of that kind but there's you know there's there's a lot of rhetoric and there has been a lot of rhetoric um here in Poland that is very against Lukashenko and very much against Belarus which you know they're not doing it from a good place so I'm not gonna say that good on them for you know giving the the right criticism to that place because but you know they they certainly don't consider Belarus a safe place in many ways. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio 855 AM on digital and online. 3CR Radical Radio. So we've been listening to an interview with the refugee activists about the situation on the Polish and Belarusian border where the refugees are stranded. If you can support the project with the locals and activists that are helping refugees who are stranded on the border with some funds, you can go to the project with at truft.org forward slash project forward slash support frontline on border crisis. You can also look that up on our page on 3cr.org.au under Refugee Radio. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Rafiv Ziada and you're listening to 3CR Pro-Palestinian Happily Proud Radio.